This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to Saturday Story Circle, always on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated G for general audiences. And now, Dakota Ring Theater presents the continuing adventures of Canada's greatest superhero, that scourge of the underworld, hunter of those who prey upon the innocent, that marvelous masked mystery man known only as the Red Panda! The Red Panda, mysterious masked marvel, hunts the most dangerous game of all, traitors, saboteurs, and criminals that would destroy our way of life. Aided by that fearless fighting female known only as the Flying Squirrel, he fights for freedom and justice, that all who would oppose him may feel the wrath of the Red Panda! This episode, City of the Dead. Not bad for a night's work. Are you kidding? We're just getting started. Come on, Mike. We did real good. Let's just not push her luck, okay? That's your problem, Jakey. You've always been a small-timer. Hey, don't get your head in the clouds. Sticking a gun in somebody's face and asking him nicely for his wallet doesn't exactly make you a master criminal. Makes me more than I was yesterday. Sure. And pulling it six times in one night is a real good haul. Caught a couple of those factory workers with a week's pay. Or in the chips, Mikey. For how long? Sooner or later, somebody's gonna make you use that gun. Yeah? And then the next guy won't get so smart, will he? Oh, you'll look swell in prison stripes, Mike. They're very slimmy. Don't crack wise. If I go down, so do you. My point exactly. Let's call it a night. Get a hot meal, a couple of beers somewhere. We're flush. We don't need no trouble with the cops, and we sure as heck don't need to mess with the man in the mask. Don't tell me you're scared of the Red Panda now. This is the first I heard of this. We wasn't crooks until today. Not really. He's been everywhere lately. Don't you read the papers? Uh, that's what they always say. Talk, talk, talk. No, straight up. It's like you don't even sleep anymore. All the crooks in town... What ta- crooks do you know? I know people and know people. And they say that maybe them Nazi spies killed him. Only, he didn't die. Not all of them. Makes sense, will ya? What? You're not just scared of a man in the mask. You're scared that he's a ghost. I don't know. Not a ghost. Ah, fairy stories. You know what happens when somebody kills you, Jake? You fall down. You stay down and somebody takes your wallet. And speaking of which, we got some more work to do. I told you, I'm done for the night. You want to get greedy, you go without me. Give me my half of the score, I'm going to get something to eat. You quit on me now, why should I give you anything? Ah, come on, Mike, don't be like that. Here, take it, you big baby. But when yours is gone and I'm still sitting on a pile, don't think you're going to mooch off me. Sure thing. Sure thing, Mike. Be careful, huh? I'll see you later. Big baby. Ghost stories. Now, what next? 
Hey, what do we got here? <laughs> Had a little too much to drink there, Pops? Mm. Oh, for your sake, you've still got something in your pockets. Take it easy. Mm. That's it, nice and slow. Now hand over the wallet, and there's no reason why you need to get hurt. Mm. You hear me? This ain't no pop gun in my hand. That's close enough. Mm. I know you're on the sauce, pal, but there ain't no reason to end up with a bullet in your head. Mm. You think I'm kidding around? I said stay back. Mm. All right, Pops, you asked for it. Mm. What? Mm. What's happening? Mm. So you're a tough one, are you? Mm. Well, walk this off. <clears throat> Places. Mm. Where are you? No. Stay back. Get away! Help! Somebody help! Baxter! Baxter, where are you? Baxter! What? For Pete's sake, Baxter! I didn't give you your own office so you could nap in the middle of the day! I, uh... I was just uh, searching for Lamote juice, Mr. Pearlie. You often find it on the inside of your eyelids? There's a first time for everything. You still burning the candle at both ends? Not good when you're expecting. Ixnay on the AB Bay, would ya? I'm trying to keep a low profile on my profile. And how are you managing that exactly? Loose fitting cat suits. What's that? I said, never mind what I said, I'm fine. The Red Panda took down that black market meat ring before dawn. I'll have the story for the evening edition. I thought I told you to get some help. I don't need help. Associate editors don't slink around back alleys all night looking for their scoop. Pull some reporters from the pool. Listen, Tim, I appreciate the thought. But aside from the fact that promotions and offices don't tend to make one the most popular girl in school, I've got a whole network of contacts that needs to be handled just so. Meaning you don't want the rest of the staff poaching them. I follow you. So, hire a couple of cub reporters to handle your legwork for you. Cub reporters? Sure! Bright young kids trying to break into the newspaper game. Show them the ropes. Have them run down your stories for you. I'll think about it. It wasn't a suggestion. Did you need something, or are you just here to play Ma Baxter? Have a look at this. Missing persons report. Leo Flynn, dock worker... Ooh, seems like a lot of paperwork. That's because it is. In fact, 18 missing persons reports. What? In the last two nights. Most of them seem to have gone missing from the same general area. Down in the Badlands, to be sure. The police seem to think that a lot can happen to a fellow down there. But what could happen to 18 of them in two nights? This is a strikingly similar question to one I asked myself. Any uh, obvious connection between the missing? Yes, that's why the police are baffled. And I bothered to walk the file down to disturb your nap. We're all too addled to notice an obvious connection. All right, so I'm a little groggy. There's still got to be some kind of explanation for this. Agreed. So find out what it is, would you? Just as soon as I've properly purpled my prose for the evening edition, Chief. And get yourself some help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that? I said, all shall be as you command, Effendi. Yeah, that's what I thought you said. Is there any kind of plan at work here, or are we just on a walking tour of rooftops in the slums? See, all of the above. When all else fails, hit the streets. Baxter's Law. Do you know that in the nine weeks we have been working together, you have introduced 37 variations of Baxter's Law? I must be slowing down. Keep your eyes peeled. My eyes are no more or less aware at any given moment. Since this mask became a part of my face, I do not even need to blink. Did you really need to blink before? 
It helped people to relax. These streets are nearly deserted. Most honest citizens would not venture into a neighborhood such as this. If we only watched the honest ones, we wouldn't have a lot to do. It's an interesting point. Why did you say that? I think I picked it up from you. Is it a problem? No. Forget it. I'm just a little... Forget it. You're tired. I'm fine. You don't need to stay with me all of the time out here, you know. I can patrol the city all night with no ill effects. Yeah, I noticed. We haven't had many assignments from the Major in the last few weeks. It seemed an appropriate way to keep busy. But you shouldn't feel the need to keep up. Listen, Sparky. I'm in charge of this outfit, okay? You keep up with me, not the other way around. I do not require sleep. And crime keeps odd hours. That's not the reason. What? That's not the reason that the Red Panda has been busting everything bigger than a jaywalking granny. You're working so you don't stop to think. About her. About any of it. Your problem is you can't stop fighting or the ghosts get you. How did you know? It's my problem, too. Yes. Well... Yeah. There's a fog rolling in. Isn't gonna make this any easier. We don't even know what we're looking for. Eighteen missing persons is a lot, but we have no indication that the disappearances will continue. Apart from a lack of faith in ridiculous coincidences. Listen, down here, people don't go to the law. Not unless they have to. And there are a lot of folks down here that nobody's gonna miss one way or the other. Not in two days, anyway. What are you saying? That if eighteen people were reported missing, the real number's a lot higher. How much higher? Could be ten times, for all I know. Even if it's only twice, it still takes an impossibly high number and doubles it. This is why we're not searching for individuals. There are too many of them, and we don't know who most of them are. Right first try. But if there is something out there working that fast, I'm betting it won't be subtle enough to hide for very long. Well, what do you know? Can I pick a winner or what? Yes, boss. No! Please! Get away! Mike, you gotta stop him! All right, ladies, break it up. They don't seem to be that impressed. Yeah, I noticed that. There are more behind us. How many? My panda, how many? I'm having trouble with my optical scanners. They barely register on infrared. Swell. Pop him a gas grenade. We need to get this fella clear of his playmates. All right, you jokers. Back off or you get what the rest of them got. Squirrel? Yeah? The gas is ineffective. What? That's impossible. Perhaps you would care to explain that to them? I've had enough of this. I'm striking a flare. They don't like the flare. Do they fear fire, or is it just the light? Maybe they can fill out a survey on the way down. Pitch a few more. Gone. Should we follow them? Stick close. This guy's hurt bad. I've got your back. Please! Please get back! Calm down, mister. We're here to help. Oh, thank God. I'm, I'm bleeding bad. My arm! Take it easy. It it looks like a bite mark. One of those freaks bit a hunk right out of this guy's arm. They'd have done worse if we hadn't been nearby. All right. I got a pressure bandage on it, pal. And it looks like the bleeding has... has almost stopped, which doesn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> so cold! My arm is creeping up! Mike! Did you know those guys? My crane. He's a pal of mine. I, I, I hadn't seen him in a couple days. Please. My arm is so cold. I, I can't even... It, it hurts. 
I'll, I'll give you something. Just take it easy, buddy. Red Panda, hold him still. So cold. I can't. I can't. You knocked him out? Did you see his eyes? Something terrible was happening to him. I think it still is. Look at this. What the heck? It's like a rash, but it's blue. Spreading fast up the arm. His heat signature is dropping like a stone. I thought your eyes were on the fritz. I am now not certain that is the case. We need to get him to medical help, and quickly. I think taking him to a regular hospital is a pretty bad idea. This guy needs a mad scientist if anyone ever did. I've got him. Take your gloves off now and bag them, just in case. Is he dying? Possibly. And possibly something much, much worse. You are listening to the Red Panda Adventures from DecoderingTheater.com. Dr. Anna, how is your patient? You do like bringing me interesting cases, don't you? I'd settle for stopping by for scheduled maintenance once in a while. Ah, uh, Doc, the patient is dead. Wow. That's a heck of a bedside manner you got there, Doc. So I've been told. In my defense, he isn't any more dead than he was when you brought him in. He was moaning when we brought him in. And moving. Yes, I didn't say I understood it. I just said that he was dead. I've got him secured in an isolation chamber. Would you like to see him? Um, sure. Through here. He seems sluggish and disoriented. Though it is hard to tell if that is part of his condition or a result of the painkillers you administered. Those would have worn off by now. Yes, if he had a functioning circulatory system to clear the agent from his system, it would have, but he doesn't. I admit that he doesn't look well, Dr. Anna, but he does appear to be alive. I don't know how else to say it. His tissue has gone necrotic. His heart isn't beating. He can use his muscles to draw air into his lungs, but he doesn't seem to need to. And if he uses the air for anything other than making noise, I can find no evidence of it. This man is dead. Did the bite do this to him? It's pure speculation at this point, but if I had to guess, I'd say yes. If so, we've cut a break. Guessing at transmission means is step one at best, and I'd hate to start from there with an outbreak like this in progress. What, what do you mean, an outbreak? Let's assume that there is something in this man's biochemical makeup that will make others that he attacks like him. Let us also assume, based on the behavior you described of the man in the alley, that this condition predisposes them toward violence. That seems probable. Being dead would make me cranky, too. I don't have hard data to support this, but I don't think it was the fire that scared them off. They don't strike me as having the brain power to relate to a concept like fire. They seem to have a negative reaction to light even in low levels. That has contained them so far, and kept them in hiding during the day. This is where the good news ends, isn't it? It is. If they feel a compulsion to attack, and in so doing infect others, this is a war we will lose very quickly. Even if they only attack once a night, a single affected individual becomes two the next night, and four the next, and then eight. Mm, that doesn't sound so bad. No. At that rate, there will be over a million of them in three weeks. And that, you might remember, is something of a best-case scenario. A million of these monsters, savaging the city. What city? A city of the dead? You might be the only one left, Laughing Boy. Indeed. We should do something about that. Major! Don't get up, Doctor. I think we have no choice but to regard this as an attack upon our country. 
The Nazis have been experimenting with reanimation, and they aren't above unleashing a plague. Especially after we took their hand-picked agent off the board. If the city is under this kind of threat, Major, does it really matter from where it originates? Actually, Red Panda, it does. You see, if this is a public health emergency, I am just another secret agent heading up an organization with no name that does not exist. But, if it can be sold as a Nazi attack, which I have done, then I have the power to move mountains. Or in this case, prison walls. I'm going to hate this, aren't I? I have pulled some strings and wrangled us some help. You can come in now. Good evening. I'm not disturbing anything, am I? Holy cats, it's Professor Zombie. This is a bad idea. Possibly. It was also the only idea. This isn't like drafting superheroes. She's a mass murderer and a lunatic. She's also brilliant and knows more than any other person alive about the necromatic arts. Information that she will share with us out of the goodness of her heart. In exchange for privileges. She knows we cannot offer her freedom. The Nazis tried to kidnap her once. They would do it again in a heartbeat. But we can make her much, much more comfortable than we have been. Besides, if this outbreak wipes out the city, she dies too. She'll double-cross you first chance she gets. Flying Squirrel, what would you have me do? If the Doctor is right about the potential for exponential growth, the only chance we have to stop this is to do it now. The Doctor is brilliant, but if it only took her a week to learn what Professor Zombie can give us right now, that would still be too little too late. There might be fewer than 50 of these monsters out there, almost certainly less than a 100. How long until they run out of food and start crossing into brightly lit areas, or breaking into homes to feed on the sleeping? All right, but I don't have to like it. You there, girl. Oh, brother. How many times do you have to try and kill me before you call me by my right name? I should think a few more at any rate. What is wrong with your lord and master? My what? I only agree to this little exercise for two reasons, and one of them is a little playful banter with the man in the mask. But he's been standing by the cage staring at that zombie for twenty minutes now. Just keep your eyes on your own paper, Antonia. The red panda is trying to calibrate his mask lenses for he can detect these creeps at a distance. Is he? The controls for his lenses are on the right side of his mask. He hasn't moved his hand once. How can you tell? You're supposed to be looking down that microscope. And so I would, if my next set of samples ever arrived. Calm yourself, Professor. Here they are. About time. What kept you? I was trying to avoid being bitten. If you'd been bitten, we would have twice as many specimens to work with. Why ever didn't I think of that? See anything? Nothing that I did not expect to see. This contagion is pure butchery, said the lady who keeps dead henchmen. Yes, precisely. Cold, obedient zombie drones ready to perform my every will without question, without hesitation. But a swarm of ravenous undead tearing up the city without control? Whom could benefit from that? No one. Ah, there you are. Surely the Nazis would benefit from such an attack, Red Panda. I don't think so. This country has vast resources, which the Germans could hardly hope to exploit if it were teeming with virulent undead. And there we have it. They're maniacs, but they're not stupid. 
Once this contagion gains a foothold, there is no way to stop it. It might take time for the creatures to get all the way to Europe, but they would swarm over everything they encounter, Nazis included. But von Schlitz tried to take you by force. And since that failed, he has scoured the Earth with the key to your formula. Yes, because they wish to animate your own dead soldiers to send against you. But they want zombie warriors, not wild animals. This is someone's idea of an audition. An audition? Look, I just wiped out a city with my brilliant formula. How would you like to buy it? That sort of thing. If you like. Hard to do unless you don't mind wiping out all life on Earth. Or the notion never occurred to you. Which means we are looking for someone quite brilliant and very, very stupid. Narrows the field, doesn't it? Maestro. See how clever she is. I would have thought you would have caught that first, Master Man. You remember Red Panda? Professor Zombie teamed up with Maestro and his boys once, and he gave his crew immunity to her necronium formula. Which means he had to know what the formula was. He knew enough. Terrible criminal. Competent biochemist. What about you, big man? Got your eyes fixed, have you? I believe so. Squirrel, I can match the settings on your goggles if you'd like. What does it do? It makes our friend in the cage glow blue. Faintly, but in the dark it ought to be enough. Good enough. Here. So, Maestro tweaked your formula, did he? He appears to have given it his own unique touch. Cultivated a virus that causes aggressive behavior and made some adjustments. Could have been something fairly common like rabies. Could be something much more exotic. Doesn't matter much. Of course it matters. We have to kill those germs. They are already dead. He treated the microbes themselves with necronium and let them become his delivery vehicle. So it's the germs that are the real zombies? If you like. The question is what to do about it. Can you prepare an inoculation? Given time, which we do not have, we could prepare an injection that would inhibit the spread of the virus. It would do nothing about the swarm of undead killers ripping people's throats out. It would just stop the dead from getting up and killing again. Perhaps that is the best that we can hope for. Ah, I missed my calling. I should have joined the army. Millions of lives wiped out with a dismissive shrug. The injection would not affect the creatures? An injection needs a circulatory system to transmit it, and an immune system for it to boost. They have neither. We could gas them, but they don't breathe. Mutt and Jeff here can see them in the dark now, but I'm not sure how that helps us a great deal. Stand clear, please. Clear of what? Clear of the metal table that I'm about to hit with a serious electrical charge? Now. Are you mad? I don't think so. Take a look at your sample now. Interesting. The microbes have been destroyed. Doctor, that's brilliant. It was just a notion. I thought if the necrotizing process had weakened the cellular walls... Yes, yes, you get a gold star... What are you going to do? Round the zombies up and give them the electric chair? Major, Doc Rocket used to carry something he called a dynamo zap gun. Of course. A focused beam of pure energy. Self-charging. Might need some adjustments. Do we have one? We have three. Weapons locker A6. I'm on my way. This could work. Where are you going? 
To get the auto gyro, we don't have a lot of time. Only way to hunt these things is from the air. When you've got the zap gun ready for action, tell the red panda to meet me on the roof. Oh, bravo. Saving the city is easier than I thought. Soaring through the air, throwing lightning bolts at the benighted dead. In action, how like an angel. In apprehension, how like a god. Somebody will remember to find Maestro when this is done, yes? I expect he killed himself with his own formula, but better to be safe than sorry. Professor, you were more help than I thought. Thank you. Tell me, little girl, however did you manage to kill the real Red Panda? I tried for years and never managed it. We're done with her, right? So it would seem. Throw her back in her hole. Mrs. Baxter Fenwick. Good morning, madam. Weston. What? Where am I? You fell asleep in the master's study, madam. I... I did? And, forgive me, you neglected to change before you did so. Change into what? Oh. Yes. I'm sitting here in a gray cat suit, aren't I? Yes, Mrs. Baxter Fenwick. Oh, Weston... You've known the whole time, haven't you? Known what, ma'am? Oh, I don't know. That I just spent all night hunting down the living dead in an auto-gyro? I wouldn't say that I knew all of that, ma'am. But I had the nuances. The rest of the staff does not, however. So I have taken the liberty of bringing you a robe to get back to your room in. How long have you known? I couldn't say precisely, ma'am. In the order of years, to say the least, I have always been immensely proud of the Master, and yourself, of course. It seemed that the best way that I could assist you in your fight was to be silent. I am no longer certain that this is the case. Costume dilemmas notwithstanding? No, ma'am. I don't pretend to understand everything that has happened. The Master was lost over France, and yet the Red Panda... Is a robot double. Of course he is. I cannot imagine why that never occurred to me. He needs me, Weston. Might I venture, ma'am, that there is someone that might need you more? What do you... Oh, for Pete's sake, is it that obvious I'm pregnant? No, ma'am, but I fear it shall become so shortly, and you will for a time be less physically able than you are accustomed to. I can't quit, Weston. No. If I stop fighting... I can't quit, Weston. No, but perhaps it is time to consider... A change in operating strategy. What if they're right? What if he isn't coming back? All the more reason to protect yourself and the child, while still saving the world, of course. Of course. I may be able to assist you, in a small way, particularly if we are shortly to be besieged by Mother Baxter for the duration, as I fear we must. You just fancy her. That's your problem. Dear... I fear someone just walked across my grave. <laughs> Thanks, Weston. Thanks for... well, for everything. I kind of feel like I might get through this now. Of course you shall. You're all right, you know that? Yes, boss. And so concludes another adventure of the Red Panda! 
This recording and the story, characters, and situations contained therein are the exclusive property of their creator and copyright holder, Greg Taylor, and are produced and distributed by Decoder Ring Theater through arrangement with him. These recordings may not be rebroadcast or redistributed by any means for any reason without express permission. Until next time, when Decoder Ring Theater brings you the further thrilling adventures of Canada's greatest superhero, this is Stephen Burley reminding you DecoderRingTheater.com is your address to adventure! The Red Panda Adventures, episode 75, City of the Dead, was written and directed by Greg Taylor with original music by Andrea Lyons and featured the vocal talents of Chris Cuthill, Hero Van Harten, Peter Nickel, Julie Tripp, Stephen Burley, Andrea Lyons, Christopher Mott, and Clarissa Dunetterlanden. Until next time, for all of us here, good night. Hello, I'm John Bell of Bells in the Battery, along with my associates, Arnie Kunchbein. I can introduce myself. Thank you very much. All right. Hi, I'm Arnie Kunchbein. That's it? That's it. And also, do you want me to introduce you, Brad? Well, of course, Mr. Bell. That's your job as host. Thank you, Brad. And I'd like to introduce Brad... Hold it. What? Here's your script. Script? (laughs) Well, you gotta know what to say. All right. And introducing Brad Montworth, a salesman, incomparable public relations expert, and, of course, unrivaled attorney at law. No, come on, you know how to say it, Mr. Bell. Unrivaled attorney Attorney at at law. law. Oh, Mr. Bell, you shouldn't say those things. You make me blush. Can I do my introduction over again? No. We're here for an important reason. Very important. Indeed. If you think you deserve significant financial compensation, call Brad Motworth, attorney, attorney at law. Oh, boy. At 555-4... No, 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 no. We're here to remind everybody to take steps to avoid the coronavirus. Yeah, don't catch it, because there's no one you can sue. Wash your hands thoroughly and keep social distancing. What? Social distance. One more time. Stay about six feet away from everybody else. Right, very good. Oh, I gotta wash my hands thoroughly. I don't wanna get me this corona. Ooh, keep your distance now. Socially. I wanna keep feeling fine, corona. Never gonna stop getting squirts from my Purell. I'm always gonna buy all the toilet paper that they sell. Bye, 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 bye. Bye, Corona. Bye, Corona. Don't get no closer, huh? Beat it, huh? Far enough where I can't see your eyes, Corona. An illness history is not for me. Uh Uh-uh. Don't want to try your COVID on for size, Corona. Never gonna touch. Stay away. My epidermis never wants to be close to where that nasty germ is. Bye, 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 bye. Woo! Fly Corona! Fly Corona! Captain Fly Corona! Pumpkin Pie Corona! Now wait a minute! Fly Corona! Goodbye Corona! Good riddance!